Welcome to Tim Bray's Ongoing Podcast, which is an audio version of a selection of the articles on my blog, also called Ongoing. I'm Tim Bray. You can find the blog at tbray.org. This is pretty well the same story you'd experience by reading it, but some people would rather listen. This piece was published on the 12th of December, 2022, and is entitled Long Links. I hope everyone's winter, or well, or summer, depending, is going well. I find myself much busier recently, but still the browser tabs add up. Herewith, another curation of long-form pieces that few will have time for all of, but a subset of them may be enriching for a subset of you. Mark Brooker is one of the most senior engineers over at AWS. I was proud to think him appear. Here he writes important things on an important subject, the power of writing. Writing is magic, that's a link, is pretty magic. Ten paragraphs of sharp observations and wisdom you'll be better for having read. If you have only time for one long link this time around, pick this one. Mark's subject was focused writing, with purpose, to explain and convince. On the other hand, Darkening Days in Summerland, a personal compendium by Tom Cox, is about, well, not much except for how he's feeling and some things he did here and there around the UK. But it held my attention... Neolithic, that's a link, is a Twitter thread by Andrea Matranga, an economist and historian, about how Homo sapiens moved from hunting and gathering to agriculture, starting with the observation that this seems to have happened in the same brief historical period in at least seven places scattered around the world. Why? With lots of pictures. I know, Twitter thread. Better read it while it's still there. Now, let's talk about life online. The Internet is Rotting, that's a link, by Jonathan Zittrain, starts with the unremarkable observation that URLs are fragile. We'll go back a decade or two in this blog and try and follow some links. You'll see. What makes this interesting are his proposals for addressing the problem, some of which take the form of initiatives to progress in progress in the academic community, most of which I hadn't known about. That's important stuff. Speaking of information failure, well, um, Twitter, in The Age of Social Media is Ending, It Never Should Have Begun, that's a link, Ian Bogost goes very deep on the nature of social media and its history, and concludes essentially that it was doomed outtake. It was never a terrible idea, at least, to use computers to connect to one another on occasion for justified reasons, and in moderation, although the risk of instrumentalizing one another was present from the outset, the problem came from doing so all the time, as a lifestyle, an aspiration, an obsession. The offer was always too good to be true, but it's taken us two decades to realize the Faustian nature of the bargain. Someday, eventually, perhaps its web will unwind, but not soon and not easily. I can't be sure he's wrong, although I retain hope that something decentralized, for example Mastodon, will arise from the ashes and become a net good. Speaking of things that are good, one of them is privacy, that's a link, and thus so is encryption, and thus so is Signal, that's a link, to the well-known Signal chat app. You should use it if you care about your online privacy, and you should care about your online privacy. If you agree with this paragraph so far, you'll be inspired, inspired by, link, why Signal won't compromise on encryption with President Meredith Whitaker. If you don't agree, then I strongly recommend you read it. Anyhow, Ms. Whitaker is what I call a leader. Now, dear reader, I ask forgiveness as I offer a peek into an abstrange, abstruse and strange corner of mathematics. A repunit is a de decimal number written only using the digit 1, like 1 and 11 and 111 and 1111 and so on. The question is, which such numbers are prime? Now, before I go further, let me share a photograph from, here's a link, 11,111 kilometers on the odometer, one of the very first entries in this blog from March of 2003. And the picture, it's a, it's the uh, dashboard of a little old diesel Volkswagen Golf that we had at the time. And let me see, the uh, temperature is low, and the gas tank is half full, and the car is parked, so the speedometer is at zero, and there are 11,111 
kilometers, not the odometer. This was in a little diesel Volkswagen Golf we drove at the time. When I looked at that number, I wondered if it were prime, and further, could such numbers containing only ones ever be prime? I poked around and concluded, I bet you there's one out there, not in 32-bit space, though. This attracted the attention of at least one real mathematician who introduced the notion of repunits. For example, uh, a number consisting of 19 ones is prime. A repunit prime must have a prime number of digits. The math he said that in 2003, only seven prime repunits were known. One reason I remember this episode is because back then, some other blogger, someone important and influential, blogged along the lines of, hey, there's this dude who posts pictures of his car dashboard with interesting numbers on his blog, and it got me a few hundred more readers. Okay, pardon the long intro, because I just ran across, this is a link, R49081 is prime, where R49081 means 49,000, and 81 ones in a row. It took 20 months of work on a pretty powerful CPU to establish this. Turns out my 203 mathy was wrong because the author says there are now only six known repunit primes. Now here's a cool little bit of math notation. Another way to write this number is, open parentheses, 10 to the power 49081 minus one, close parentheses, divided by nine. Okay, back to mundane reality. I'm going to close with three written voices who've contributed to long links before. First, Chris Arnade, who goes to interesting places and walks around them and writes about it. He offers Walking El Paso, that's a link, from which I quote, when I asked him why somebody who didn't have very much seemed so happy, he said, because I have a roof, I have food, I am safe, I see my family. I'm not sure what more you need. Next, from the excellent Ada Palmer's Ex Urbe blog, Link, all people are created educable, a vital, oft-forgotten tenet of modern democracy. Obviously true, once you think of it, which I hadn't. Let's finish off with music. Regular readers know that I'm a big fan of Billy Strings, that's a link to his site. For my money, the most interesting young guitarist on the scene in any genre, also a strong singer and songwriter. Turns out his songs have words in them, sometimes surprising. I offer two songs, Away from the Mire and Long Forgotten Dream. On YouTube, there's a live Austin City Limits capture, that's a link of those two songs in that order. It's 18 minutes and 44 seconds, but I think worth an investment of your time because the songs are good and the performance is very sharp, featuring some extremely superior instrumental work. Oh yes, words. Away from the Mire and Long Forgotten Dream. Let me leave you with a bit of each. And here's from Away from the Mire. Spring lied to us this year again. I can't stand to face the fear again. You could always laugh about those things. It's enough to make a man feel sour, burning minutes every day by the hour, just to end up gone like everything else. And here's an outtake from Long Forgotten Dream. Can you see the empty chambers of your head begin to spin, leaving nothing but the cavity for all the living skin? Would you settle for the empty space within? Or just kick and scream for something else to carry your thoughts in? One foot before the other, let's begin. That's all, folks. <laughs>